Welcome to the Jackie Service Show. I'm Jackie Service, where we are talking all things people strategy, entrepreneurship, and how hiring the right humans will unlock the next phase of growth in your business. As a former corporate VP of HR, my life completely shifted when I learned I had a brain tumor. From this moment forward, I knew that there was more. I dove headfirst into healing, mindset work, and spirituality. And from this space, my entrepreneur journey was born. Now I am a people strategist and founder of Serve Recruitment Agency, a boutique recruitment firm that helps scaling companies hire aligned leaders for growth. In this podcast, I'm going to share about my business journey, entrepreneurship, leadership, and how hiring the right humans unlocks massive potential. Welcome to the show. Are you confused about hiring? You're not alone. Majority of leaders struggle to figure out who they need, in what roles, and when, and how these people will have the greatest impact on the growth of their business. This is why we created People Strategy Sessions to do a deep dive into your business and help you build a clear roadmap on the talent you need to drive sustainable growth. We dive into your greater why, where you are today in your business, where you want to go in your business from a growth standpoint, and ultimately, who do you need to enable that growth overall? For more information, please send an email to Jackie at JackieService.com or feel free to reach out at JackieService across all platforms. Welcome back to another episode of the Jackie Service Show. I have Jill Valentine here today, who is a new friend connected from another podcast who has just launched on our show by Alexis Dean. So Jill, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you. I'm super happy to be here and glad that Alexis introduced us. We are going to have a fun conversation about all things travel specifically. We'll get there in a minute. I always like to kick off a show with a few rapid fire questions so that people tuning in can get to know you a little bit better. And before we kind of dive deep into your story. Awesome. All right, let's go. All right. Where are you from originally? Originally, I was born in Dublin, Ireland and Mm. moved to Canada when I was three and then raised in Mississauga. And now I reside in Toronto. Awesome. That's the next question. Where do you live now? So you're right in Toronto, East yes. Side, Danforth. East Side, that's right. Danforth and Jones. Love it. Love my Danforth strip there. It's, uh, yeah, home. I love it. So much like the Greek food on the Danforth is, so you just good. can't get it anywhere else other than yeah. the Danforth. Saganaki is like mm, so good. So delicious. I love it. Favorite book that you tend to recommend to most people, something that's been really impactful in your life? Um, probably The Life You Can Save by Peter Singer. I have not read this one. <laughs> okay. There's very few that people have dropped that I haven't read or heard of. All right. I'm adding it to the summer yeah. reading. He's kind of like a, a moral ethicist philosopher. Um, he's a bit controversial, but he really talks about, you know, um, the morality of like the good that we should be doing in the world and why we're not. And if we know there are people dying, why aren't we helping and all of that? So just kind of up my alley in terms of, you know, 
giving back, making a difference, and exploring sort of the different philosophies around that. Mm, okay, I'm diving in. I love I love all things that you were just talking about. I've heard of Peter Singer. Definitely um, followed some of the work. I just have not read that particular book. So amazing. All right, a mentor that has helped shift your perspective. Oh my gosh. I had a conversation the other day. I'm like, I don't know that I have a specific mentor. Um, if we go way back, like I got to say when I was a child, Anne of Green Gables was mm. one of my informal mentors. I didn't have, you know, the traditional actual in-person mentors growing up. Um, and the question that she puts out where, you know, would you rather be um, angelic or smart or beautiful. It's just always really stuck with me. And I feel like things have shifted through my life. And now I'm just like, good. I, I like the goodness piece is so, um, important. And anyways, yeah, I know that sounds strange, but Anna Green Game. I love, I love, <laughs> I, I love asking these questions because everybody's perspective is so different and what, what helped establish them it doesn't matter if it's a human, a book, a quote, a de- mentorship to me is all things combined. It's lived experience. Yeah. And the fact that that is something that anchored you and rooted you and brought you to where you are today is, is so phenomenal. So I love that. Thanks for sharing. Thank you. All right. This is fun. So I have, after leaving kind of a large scale HR corporate career, I landed in coaching for uh, a number of years previous to the work I do now, which is much more around people strategy, building teams and hiring great people. And when I ended up as a coach, I took that business online and I got to tell you online, I have seen every type of coach that you could ever imagine or a word be, be, be for every type of coach that you could imagine. I have never heard of a transformative travel coach. And that piqued my interest as soon as I looked at your bio. And I was like, we are having a conversation about what this means and how we got here through your story. But Jill is a transformative travel coach. And I can't wait to understand and unpack how you got here. So with the like bigger question of all of this is, Talk to us a little bit about your journey to get to where you are today. And then I'd love to pick apart what this transformative travel coach really means to you. Awesome. I love it. Um, So yeah, so I did like a blip in corporate on Bay Street after graduating from university and it was so not my world. Um, And so I went into nonprofit and charity and spent a good decade plus there. Events, fundraising, all of the things, you know, was always wanting to make a difference. I just, I had this call to contribution that I wanted to answer and spent a big chunk of my time literally moving from one job to another in search for that job that was going to like fuel me and fill me and give me meaning and purpose. Um, and I really struggled to find that even within the nonprofit world. Um, mm. And I had always been in, you know, a volunteer. I have ultimately volunteered thousands of hours for probably over like 30 organizations locally, internationally. So I'm a big believer in like giving back, making a difference. And I eventually landed in 
the disability sport world, working for Parasport Ontario back in like 2007, eight. Um, and I really enjoyed the job. And it was my first job where I felt like really seen and recognized for my mm -hmm. skills and things. And I wasn't trapped behind a desk. I was actually out in the community a little bit and I really enjoyed it. And then I met a boy <laughs> and we had a conversation on our way up to camping about volunteering and actually that Peter Singer book and the idea of, you know, if you know someone is drowning you would dive in and save them. So like when we know there are people, you know, and ruin a $300 outfit. So when we know there are people, you know, dying in the world, why aren't we giving more that we can afford to give? Um, it led us to realize that we both really wanted to volunteer abroad. I had done it before briefly mm -hmm. um, in Tanzania for a few months. And, you know, there was a little flirty vibe between us. But by the time we got to the campsite, we had decided that six months from then we would go and volunteer abroad together for like six months a year. And so we did that and we actually got together that weekend camping under the stars, all that kind of stuff. And six months later, we headed off to live in Uganda to volunteer. And I volunteered within the disability sport arena because I figured career wise that made sense. And it was probably one of the most amazing years for me personally, professionally, like I ran the first national disability sports summit. I was consulting for the national Paralympic committee, just doing amazing stuff. We ended up getting engaged. Like it was this mm. epic year. Then I came home and <laughs> became extremely depressed. Uh, even though we were engaged and, you know, all of the things like that, I just felt really unhappy back in Toronto and I didn't know what I was going to do. And the idea of going back to a nine to five job just didn't feel right to me. And so I decided to get into coaching. Um, my sister is a therapist and that had crossed mm -hmm. my mind, but I felt coaching was more my vibe, my energy um, and my skill set. So I took a coaching program and at the end of it, like, you know, everybody's like, who are you going to need? Like, who are you going to coach? What's your niche? What are you going to do? And something just kept saying something around giving back and volunteering. So I needed to clarify what that was. So I went to the Philippines for a month to volunteer and help out after Typhoon Yolanda or Haiyan. Um, and it was the most incredible month. Like the devastation there was insane. And the work that this particular organization of volunteers were doing was like so profound and so needed. And I started interviewing and chatting with a number of the volunteers. And so many of them were like having these profound experiences and not knowing how they were going to go home after and having all these feelings and things, but nobody was like processing it. They didn't know what to do with like all of this stuff. And it just like clicked. I was like volunteering abroad and doing this kind of like physical work, giving back to a community is so crazy transformative. My coaching program had been so crazy transformative. And I was like, if we put these two things together, like crazy profound personal change, and creating social change globally. So I decided that that is what I was going to do, marry life coaching with a volunteer abroad experience. Um, and hence, I became a transformative travel coach. And so I now run coaching programs um, that help people find the clarity, confidence, and community to step into and make the difference that they want to in the world. And we do that by actually going abroad for a week or two, 
and giving back in the local community and using that as almost like a tool within the coaching curriculum. Like we, you know, dive in, we see what's coming up for people. We introduce them to giving back if they haven't done it before. All of that, mm. we take them travel. It's just the most ripe opportunity for inner growth and reflection. Um, and then we come home and we continue with the coaching when they're back home, which is the important part the like, what now mm-hmm. piece. Um, and so, yeah, that was kind of my journey. When I come home from Uganda, I didn't know what I was going to do. And I was depressed. And through my coaching, I discovered who I, I was like, oh my gosh, these are my values. And so much of it was present in my volunteer abroad experiences. And I was just like, oh my gosh if I want to live in Toronto, I need to foster these values. I need to create the life that I want to. And so much of now what I do for people is help them with that. They have these profound experiences and we figure out how to take the learning, the exploration, the discovery, and like bring it back to life, make your life more meaning, make your life more happy, you know, create the impact Mm -hmm. and make the difference you want to make when you get home. I love that so much. It's so interesting to me that often when we're, when we're living it, we can't see all the pieces and how it's all going to connect. Yes. So you're having these profound experiences. You're going off volunteering you're coming home. You've, you land in a place of feeling depressed or you're in a depressive state and, um, and then you go out again and volunteer and you feel that sense of like ignition again and blending coaching with with what is meaningful and where you think you can make the biggest impact in the world. I always say that, you know, I, 10 years ago, if I looked back on my life and said, I would be here today, like I didn't even know that this was a possibility at that stage. The path was not even in my ability to see it. And, and yet all these little things had to happen in my life to lead me to here. And I'm feeling very similar to you in your path of all these different experiences that have led you to frankly create a brand new way of how you coach and really putting people into immersive experiences, as well as really helping them from an integration standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. And it's exactly what you just said. I couldn't have pictured this. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have said at any point in my past, like, I want to be a transfer. It didn't, it doesn't exist. I would truly believe I'm one of the few transformative travel coaches that uses the volunteer abroad experience within the coaching realm. So like, it didn't exist. It is something mm-hmm. like an area that I've helped, you know, pioneer and create and whatever. And so it absolutely, when I look, I'm like, oh yeah, this makes sense. And this piece of me came and I'm honoring this aspect. And I loved it. And I felt like I just brought all of the things that made sense to me and were meaningful and what I wanted in my life. Like when I look at, you know, um, there's a term of like the idea of convergence when you just Mm -hmm. like try Mm -hmm. to mesh all the things. And I was like, yeah, what do I enjoy? Volunteering, giving back, you know, coaching, travel. Um, I've even brought my daughter on a trip. So like family, friends, like I literally feel like I brought all the things and I'm like, bam, I can accomplish so much of what I want to in my life. If I do this, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't need to have this here and this over here. It's like, I can do it all merged together. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been an incredible journey. And I mean, so much fun. I love that so deeply. I'm curious to pick your brain a little bit on immersive experiences. Mm-hmm. My 
in my lived experience, I talk about this very openly on the podcast is I just have such a belief of taking yourself out of your day-to-day environment and immersing yourself into new environments. And uh, for me, my background, I 10 years ago was diagnosed with a brain tumor, which led me kind of out of my corporate path and into this deeper exploration of self and self-actualization and who I am, who am I and who do I want to be? In today's world, people will call me a little woo-woo and spiritual along the path of being very like deeply business oriented. So I have this blend of both. And if I look back on even before that moment in my life, all the transformative moments have been on the heels of these immersive experiences where I'm removing myself from my day-to-day, putting myself in a container that is so fundamentally different than what I do every day, which allows me to see through a different perspective or hear something I didn't hear before, or just learn differently about myself in some of those moments of service, pausing, community, exploration, et cetera. So I'm curious for you, I sense it changed your life, but what are you seeing as the coach now holding that space for people going into transformative experiences for their first time? What are some of the experiences or outcomes you see from people moving into those type of experiences? Oh my goodness. So many things. Um, and I think it's the twofold. It's the, so there's the removal from your familiar, from your responsibilities, from expectations, like that's impactful. Even even if you just put that person in a vacuum, you know, that's impactful to get away. Then there's the introduction of new culture, new physical environment, new sense, literally your senses are alive. And so your body is actually ripe for change in perspective and opening and growth and inner like work and everything. Um, So we've had people come in our programs and oh my gosh, the shifts are crazy. People come back. I mean, we do immersive in that we do volunteering and it's very physical. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in some of our programs, uh, like when we have coming up, we also climb Kilimanjaro, which is like massively out of people's comfort zones, pushes them to the limits and all of that. So we have people come back with the most crazy Um, sense of like accomplishment and confidence. And that has been one of the probably most profound shifts that I've seen for some people. Um, We have had entrepreneurs who, you know, have been on the journey. We know mindset's huge. And then they've come abroad. They've had this incredible experience of giving, making a difference in the community, really seeing what they're capable of contributing. And then this like profound climb a mountain experience that they literally witness what they're capable of. You know, they like struggle up the mountain and still make it. And I've had Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs say like, I think about Kilimanjaro every single day and they come home and their businesses suddenly like skyrocket because they are able to like, oh, this is nothing compared to climbing a mountain, you know, sending out that uncomfortable email I've been, you know, putting off, not a big deal. Like that has been one of the biggest shifts. People have felt such an incredible sense of like empowerment, mm-hmm. confidence, courage come from that. Um, even if they don't climb the mountain and it's just a volunteer piece, the physical nature of building, of grabbing a sledgehammer and breaking things down or like literally digging holes, mixing cement, which is way harder than you think it is. Even that 
physical realization of what people are capable of translates huge into just a general sense of like empowerment and confidence. So that has been one of the biggest things. Um, another is a lot of them just have huge shifts in terms of their values. Mm. You know, they're on autopilot, they're doing corporate, they're climbing the ladder, they're, you know, so entrenched in things that they think are important. <laughs> then they come away and they literally can remove themselves and see their lives from thousands of miles away and gain perspective. And then they're immersed often in communities where like family and enjoyment and community are so important. And they're just like, what? Like I'm living all wrong, you know, back in my way. So huge, huge shifts. You know, if people leave jobs just to, you know, change companies to a company that's more aligned with their values, um, had people leave corporate to move into something that just feels more in line with themselves. So there's been that, that's a huge thing that happens. Just this shift of like values, priorities, um, that kind of thing. And we also get a bunch of, I mean, everybody comes back just feeling hugely grateful. You know, we often do, we're going to countries that are developing, the people struggle, there's a lot of suffering and everything. And people just come back with such a huge huge sense of gratitude for what they have um and it's profound because gratitude is one of the fastest and easiest ways to be happy and so it shifts their lives they become happier human beings because they're able to live with more gratitude in their life mm -hmm. um and then another is a lot of them become inspired to do more in terms of their giving and their contribution and making a difference, whether that's internationally or locally, but they just, they see how amazing it feels. They see how incredible it is for the community that receives. They see the impact it has on them. They feel alive, like all of that kind of stuff. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of them come back and are like excited to figure out how they can make a difference in their own community. So there's a number, I mean, that's like a handful of the things. There's so much that goes on because of all of the thing, like truly getting out of your comfort zone, giving, community, connection, our groups bond, like, I'm not trying to just like toot my own horn, but like, we keep our groups small. So there's like a maximum of 12. So the bonding that happens when mm -hmm. you spend a week in service and living and traveling abroad, and then if you add the mountain, we have deep connecting and bonding and community at like people come back and they're like, I had no idea you could be that close to people after, you know, a week or two. Um, you know, they're like, I have friends I barely know. I've known them for 20 years. And I feel like I know these people better and deeper. And, you know, those lifelong connections and, and friendships are formed. So, I mean, there's just so much things. And no one person comes out with the exact same, you know, transformation or results. But it's just a mix of depending where they're at and what they needed, you know, the right sort of transformation happens for them. Thank you for sharing. It's, and you're right. Everyone is going to have a custom experience, their own experience, their own personal lived experience through going through those transformations. It's so inspiring to hear about the handful of things that often come to the surface. And there's so many more layers that get unpacked and get twisted up and broken up so that we can see things we couldn't see before. I'm curious for you. I've experienced, and I heard you say this in your story as well. I have experienced times where I've come out of incredibly transformation, transformative containers and have come back into, let's call it day-to-day -day life. 
and have felt a sense of emptiness, a depressed state, some anxiety, overwhelm, this realization of like, heck, I'm not on the path I think I should be on based on what I just experienced. I can't unsee what I just lived. And now I'm here in my autopilot box and I don't know how to break out. And that can create a lot of different uh, emotions. And I've, I've talked a lot about the importance in coaching around integrating, right. And integration post big transformative experiences. I'm curious, how do you support those people that are going through some of those experiences as well? And any advice you have, if somebody's sitting here listening to this and has maybe been through something like an immersion and hasn't had the support, what they can do for themselves. Oh, I, this is like so important. Like I, cause I've gone on these and a lot of, you know, different people that either run these kind of programs or even just vol- like the volunteer broad experience or a profound coaching and transformative travel experience. You go, you come back and then you're like on your own. <laughs> Like dealing with, like you said, all of these things coming up, the unpacking of everything, the integration, reverse culture shock, like it can be really, really difficult. And so for us, we continue with our coaching. We have three coaching calls, um, you know, that happen about like two, every two weeks or so upon return. Um, and that comes with an actual curriculum. Like we have a literally like a booklet that you get that helps you unpack and answer questions um, Mm -hmm. about, you know, what do you want to bring home from that experience and how, who do you want to share your growth with, like all sorts of things to help somebody process what they went through, integrate. Um, We continue. So we have a WhatsApp group that, you know, so the informal chatter. Mm -hmm. And one of the biggest things is staying connected to the people that had that experience with you Um, because, or else you then feel isolated. You have no one to talk to about it. So continuing the conversations, whether formal or informal and the connectedness and the reminders. So it's like, you're easing out of the experience, not like just dropping off a cliff back home. Um, I think that's a really important piece of it to kind of slowly, you know, and then by the time the three coaching sessions have passed and, you know, things are winding down at that point, you're still all friends and you're all going to keep in touch and everything, but it slowly has sort of been an exit rather than a sharp and to the experience, you know, you get on the plane, you fly home and then it's like over. Um, so that's really big. Um, and one of the big things that I always say is, you know, it is a growth. It is, it might've been the best experience, which is usually the problem. <laughs> it's been so positive. And then you come home and your life seems so not that. And so one of the biggest, most important questions is like, what was present? And who were you there? And how can you make that exist? Because what our hashtag is wherever you go, there you are. So like, it's still you, this, this happy person that existed that can exist here, but, and does exist, but you know, how do we foster that same person that felt alive, that felt fulfilled, that felt meaning, that felt connected? What do we have to do with our current lives to make that happen? And it's not always easy, you know, like you're on vacation, you spend the whole day in the sun volunteering with people, giving back, using your body. And you're like, okay, well now I'm sitting behind a desk (laughs) and it's a job that I have to have to like pay the bills. It's not an easy, you know, solution, but that's 
where we do have the conversations and we do talk about like, how can we add more meaning? How can we add more connection? Whatever it is, you know, we do the values exploration. We figure out what are the things that make you feel alive and how can we add them more to your life here? Mm -hmm. Um, So that's one of the big things. Like, what do you want to bring home with you from that experience, you know, and how can you foster more of that here in the present and staying connected to the people that you've had that experience with is so helpful and healing. And it seems like not a big thing, but those connection points, the, the reminding, um, and for us within the coaching, um, creating the accountability so that you do take that action. So that if you Mm -hmm. do think I really do want to make a difference or when I just, you know, maybe you climbed killing, you're like, Oh my God, I need to get more fit. Like, helping with the accountability piece, actually taking the action and not just returning to an autopilot life, but coming home and having a life with intention, having a life where you have like goals and things that you want to achieve and a vision, and then actually working towards that. So those are, I don't know if I answered the question exactly. Great. But- <laughs> yeah. I, I love that there is a kind of exit to the experience and that there is consideration of these humans who are now back in kind of day-to-day life. I just, I went through a pretty transformative, uh, transformative experience in April and, you know, really had to create that foster of like keeping connected to people and keeping, um, you know, the conversations going. And a few months later, we're not keeping connected the same way we had to kind of week one and week two, as we were immersing, like immersing ourselves back into day to day, but having that kind of slow transition, because to your point, everybody's experience is different, but the humans that were actually in the container with you are going to be the closest to you that are going to understand the energetics of what you just experienced and can at least help you along that path. So I love that the connectedness is really important to you. And then also that integration back into day to day. Absolutely. Um, And um, I've come to recognize that, you know, I was, mm -hmm. I mean, this is all new and whatever. And so uh, come September, I'm actually launching a membership and it's not exclusively for alumni, but it will be a place for alumni to land in a place where there will be, you know, Hey, did you, if you all went on that trip, you can all join this community and stay connected. And that's, it's a give and grow community. So we'll continue with the giving and the growing. Um, and so to kind of continue that on for those that do want that continued mm-hmm. engagement and support with their, you know, giving and growing. Um, cause a lot of people, you know, they do want the, the relationships to continue and it's hard as much as people are like, Oh, well, can she stay on that WhatsApp? And I'm sure we'll see each other. Like it doesn't happen unless there's actual structure around it. So, yeah. So that's why I'm like, okay, if I create the community and I create intentional touch points and times where we can continue to, to do the work and whatever. Um, and something else that I missed, but I think is important is coming home and sharing. So one of the things that I feel oftentimes we can come home and our spouse or partners or family members are like, what's up with you? You're all like changed and different. And unless you've actually processed it, you don't even know, like you can't even verbalize it. Cause you're like, I don't know. I went on this thing and I have these feelings and something's different, but I don't know it. So one, we help you process it. So you actually know, like you can be like, Oh, I discovered my values or this, or I reprioritize that. Or I came to understand that these relationships in my life need work, whatever it is. And then we talk about sharing that with others, like 
what do you want to share with your, you know, partner about your thing? Because if you're going to go home and be all different, your partner's like, what's happening? If you can go home and say, hey, I discovered these are my new values, like these are my values. And so, you know, that's why this is bothering me in, in life or this I find frustrating or I don't want to, you know, do this job anymore. Your partner can then understand where you're actually coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are wanting to make changes, sharing, you know, enrolling your community and family or whoever around you in understanding the transformation that you've gone through is hugely impactful like when you know if you go mm-hmm. home and you tell your parents like this is why I'm creating these boundaries whatever it's better than just sort of creating boundaries they're like what's going on you went away and now you know you don't want to come over for a Sunday lunch like whatever it might be but oh. sharing so we, mm-hmm. we explore the who do we want to share our transformative journey with and how will it help the relationship and help you to actually continue with your journey mm, I love this all right. I'm going to take this in a bit of a different direction. All right. So I, for my entire career in different ways, so corporate, and then, um, more recently in more of an entrepreneurial feel, I've always been in this place of helping bring incredible people to incredible missions or companies. And then at the core of that, it's how are we also thinking about how we develop and retain people, but teams and high impact teams in particular, I'm so curious, have you been on an experience before where you've taken a integrated team with you on one of these experiences and what have been some of the transformations of team who work day in and day out together, who have maybe gone on the journey together? So I haven't specifically done that yet. Um, though it is if you, literally, if like, you have a team, this is something I would oh say would be profoundly transformative. Yes. So I haven't taken an official work team, but I have taken, I've done three different sort of custom group programs. One was for a community of entrepreneurial women. Um, so they were all from the same community. And then most recently I took a group of a mom's group. So this group of women that have known each other for 20 years and they have literally, they meet every Wednesday morning. So it's like a intent integrated mom's group. And I took um, 10 of them together. So it was interesting because it was this group that already knew each other and had a relationship. And so it was so interesting to see the team dynamics, how they shifted, um, the coming together, like they were already bonded and now it's like super glue bonded. Like the the experience the opening up the vulnerability the working side by side which you know in uh, in a corporate when there is even a hierarchy suddenly having somebody who's usually up here you know down here shoveling the dirt and everyone's on the same page is really quite profound like mm-hmm. putting everyone on a level playing ground having everyone climb a mountain you know that doesn't care if you're the CEO or the whatever. Again, really powerful stuff. Um, and it was so interesting the to see how they related to each other, the sharing. And since they've come back, like they just feel so much more connected. Um, and they communicate now even just differently with each other because they've had this shared experience. Um, so yeah, that is actually my next plan, um, because I do know, like I've had a bunch of corporate individuals come and so many of them like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine what this would be like, you know, with team from work, that kind of stuff. So 
I know that this would be just the most incredible experience between the coaching, mm -hmm. the giving back, all of that um, to take um, custom groups, whether it's team, whether it's community. Um, so yeah, just even seeing the individual yeah. growth and knowing what could happen within. Um, yeah. So I think it would be profound. That's when Alex was telling me about you go and the kind of energy behind it and who you are and what you were doing. The first thing I thought about was that is so cool from an individual experience. And what would it look like if you could take integrated teams and put them in these immersive containers and connect to their core values and help them understand and define their core values, but do it in a place of service, yes, right. And do it from a place of giving back and what unlocks would be possible from that place. And I think the, honestly, I think the potential is endless, but what is possible for dynamic teams? I work a lot with executive teams, right? So there's a lot of weight on their shoulder and a lot of decision-making and a lot of expectations and uh, difficult conversations that need to be had. And you see it, you physically see the weight that can be placed on a lot of their shoulders, both in the corporate setting. And I now primarily work with founders who are creating and standing up businesses. And so truly like these five, six, seven individuals are going to help make or break this organization in totality. And that's a lot of pressure for them. And often I think about what are the experiences that they could go and get connected on a deeper level to, so that there's just a regained focus and a great regained fuel as to like, why do we do what we do? Oh my gosh. Why does yes. this matter? And I just sense so deeply that um, now that I'm like going to be screaming from the rooftops that there's somebody I know who's a transformative travel coach. I just feel like they truly are such unique opportunities to put yourself into these experiences that will transform you as an individual for life, but could also transform the connectedness of the team for life. Absolutely. And I am like a hundred percent open. If there's groups out there, I'm like, come hit me up. We'll make it happen. I just haven't done the outreach part yet. I haven't like, cool done that but I am super open to like making that happen oh my gosh because I do know how yeah. crazy amazing it could be for the individuals for the team I I could go on about all of the things I you know within corporate like retention and all of, like just knowing that you know your company cares like there's so many facets I mean, so I have a program, Courage Community Kilimanjaro. It's a week of volunteering and building in Tanzania and then a week of climbing Kilimanjaro. And so to me, I'm like, there's the teamwork, there's the giving back, there's like the actual coaching, the individual work, like there's so many. Resiliency. Um, oh my gosh. Getting like, pushed down and having to stand back up again. <laughs> yeah. So oh, many best. things. And it like all happens in this nice little container. So yes, I, I it's a big like, incredible i love that i love well if you're listening you have a team this sounds like something oh you gosh. want to know more about we will get there in a second but let's talk about your calendar what is coming up where are you headed to in the next six to 12 months and then we'll talk about how people can get in contact with you awesome so yeah i have our courage community kilimanjaro program which um i've run twice it is freaking crazy life-changing transformative um as i mentioned 
And that's happening early 2024. So it's three months. And then we're actually in country for two weeks in February. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what is percolating right now is a family program. Mm. Um, so for people who want to actually bring their kids, it would not include Kilimanjaro, but it would include uh, time in Tanzania, volunteering for an incredible local organization, and then it would include a safari. Um, so I'm working on that, uh, and that would probably be summer of 2024. Um, and then I also have Peru in the works and that will either happen in fall or early 20, fall 2024 or early 2025. So yeah, that's, and and that's working with a a women's weaving collective and building, um, a center for them. And then we would be doing Machu Picchu as well. So amazing. I love how you are in community with wherever you're going, serving, giving back in some way. And then there's a connectedness to whether it's Mount Kilimanjaro or a safari or Machu Picchu, like there's some core connectedness to, to their culture and travel and adventure in that side we're tapping into as well. I love it. So if somebody's tuning in and one of these is sounding really intriguing to them, or they want to get more information from you, what are the best rate ways to reach out and connect with you directly? So I am on social media. So you go impact. We're on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We're on LinkedIn. Uh, people can email me directly, Jill at Yugo Impact, like Yugo U-G-O, um, dot com and our website is also yougoimpact.com. Any of those places, I'm super friendly individual, always happy to connect to anybody, even if you're just curious and, you know, about even just volunteering abroad or giving back any of those things. I am, uh, there's a word, there's a little phrase we use, um, force for good. I am mm-hmm. a passionate force for good. And so the idea of helping people connect to and answer their call to contribution is just it's where I live. It's what my mission is. So always happy to help people on that journey for sure. I love that. You're this conduit to pull people to where they're meant to go and and to the experiences that they're meant to have. We will link all of that up in the show notes. So if you didn't catch it, or you want to see how to spell something, just hit up the show notes and see all the details on how to connect with Jill and you go. I am so grateful for our connection and for the conversation today. I love so deeply what you're doing in the world and how pulling people out of their day-to-day and dropping them into these deeply immersive experiences is to me what ultimately can change humans and, and therefore we can change our families and our cultures and our communities. And I think the ripple changes the world. So I'm so grateful. Thank you for your time, Jill. And I can't wait to keep connected. Oh, thank you so much. This was absolutely amazing conversation. I'm so glad we've connected. And yeah, I look forward to connecting lots more, especially when you're down in Toronto. Absolutely. All right, guys, we'll see you again next time on the Jackie Service Show. Thank you for listening in to today's show. If there was a key message that landed with you, please share or send us a direct message on Instagram at Jackie Service and let us know. We love hearing from you. Also, to continue to keep this podcast growing, it would mean the world if you could take a minute and like and rate the show or share it with a friend. Our team is forever grateful. Until next time, we'll see you again on the Jackie Service Show.